how can I make sure that I live in this world, that I'm not of it, right? That I'm aware that, yes, I'm a spiritual being. I'm reclaiming my sexuality, my power. Reclaiming it means you learn to practice with it. You actually commit to a devotional practice to your own sexual essence. You get to a point where your soul will leave your body because it doesn't feel safe. You will embody. You will literally become the one you're meant to be. So that's step number two. Choose. I need to do the work, right? I don't need to heal forever because it's not about healing forever. I need to know that my healing is my capacity to experience my wholeness. And I'll ask you, Jessica, I'll say, do, what is your most powerful, and you know this, not real, right? But it's in your body, belief about something that was keeping you small in some way. Oh, I mean, probably the most underlying is, it's gonna be the most common is. Well, I feel that the most important thing to share is that Today I have with me Sasha Lipskaya. Sasha is an intuitive guide, spiritual coach, and sacred intimacy mentor to soul-driven leaders and light workers who want to experience deeper love and devotion, serve their higher purpose, and embody their worth with power, integrity, and faith. Welcome, Sasha. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Mm. I'm so excited to dive in with you. And my first question for you is, can you explain the concept of reclaiming sexual energy for healing and how it contributes to living our purpose? Mm. Thank you for the question. And mm. so I, you know, I had always actually <laughs> resisted working with sexual energy and also had always been fascinated as I'm sure a lot of people most of us are with sexuality and I never really understood that my until very recently when I studied studied and started to really deepen into the technology the science that is tantra beyond what I thought it was um, where I understood that a lot of uh, my personal fear and apprehension and, you know, uncertainty around sexual energy specifically had to do with conditioning, obviously, um, and not just, you know, in my family, but just social conditioning around sexuality being something taboo, something dirty, something, you know, behind the scenes, not to be spoken about, and also somehow dangerous, right? There is something about it that's dangerous and which is true <laughs> because anything powerful can be if it's misused, right? So the way that I see it now, the way that I work with it and I'm learning myself and teaching others to use it is to really understand that sexual energy is the energy of creation, right? That is so when you're painting, when you're writing, when you are making love, right? When you are birthing a child, right? Obviously you are creating something that hadn't existed before, right? And so even though whatever you're creating it with did exist, right? So you have the materials, but then you go in and you, specifically you, uniquely you, somehow plug into it, speaking to your purpose here, right? You plug into it and your intuition, your capacity to understand what your heart is really asking you to create it could be a piece of art it could be a blog post it could be a business it could be a family right whatever it is it could be taking a journey somewhere right that's also you creating an experience that wouldn't exist without you right and affecting everyone involved so there are all these things that we never consider when we think about sexuality but what i feel into and i think reclaiming it as part of us living our purpose it's as if you are opening the door to a room that has been just blackened out, the light has been turned off, and then you open the door, you turn the light on, you let the light in also, not just turn it on, but you let the light, and you see all these beautiful tools and, you know, brushes and paints and books and beautiful, you know, just like throws that you can lie down on and relax and meditate. And it's this room where your creative potential is just on offer. It's on, but you have to go in, 
right? So it's not waiting for anything. It's just there, right? But you are waiting. You are like, well, why am I not creating the kind of relationship I want? Why am I not attracting the right partner? Why am I not living, you know, my purpose in my business or I'm not doing work in the world that feels, you know, really on, on not just on purpose, but aligned, right? What does on purpose mean? I'm aligned to something that's calling me, right? I need to create this, whatever that is. So it's there, but you're not in it. So your energy is there. It's in your body, right? Sexual energy. Yes, we can, again, talk about different ways of approaching it, but just the most important part of it is it's embodied. You can't experience it out there. It's only through your body that you can experience it. Only through your body can you use it. And only through your body can you reclaim it, right? So it's lying sort of dormant. And we use the term kundalini sometimes to talk about it, right? So it's this creative force man, woman, doesn't matter, not gender specific, lying in the bottom of your spine, according to tantric teaching, this coiled energy. And the reason it's dormant, right, isn't because it's choosing not to be awakened. It's because you and your conscious mind haven't yet either been given the opportunity or chosen to really go in because you're scared because, and it's by design, right? You have to be brave you have to be committed. It actually requires work, like any skill, right? You actually have to practice using it. You have to understand how, yes, it can be dangerous. Again, as women, we're afraid to use it because, oh, I might attract somebody who is not aligned, right? I might attract attention I don't want. There are so many layers to this, right? So absolutely, it can be something that you might think would hurt you, right? You And this is where mastery comes in. This is where becoming a disciple almost of your own sexuality and what your, again, what your intuitive and very embodied desires are, not just, you know, sexually and in intimacy, but yet in the world, it's the same thing. I want to create this. I want to express myself like this. So that energy is in my understanding of it. And in my experience of it is, it's almost the most pure expression of the feminine because it's the birthing creation of everything. Everything comes from there, right? And it's not less than or more than the masculine, if we could talk about those terms. It's just that she must express herself for him to actually allow her, in a way, to manifest, and I'll speak in very graphic terms here, his seed, right? So that's just embodied. That's what that is, right? It's like, oh, I have this idea. It's just here in my consciousness. That's my masculine. Great. I'll just meditate this is great. Nothing's going to happen, <laughs> right? I have to step up and say, Ooh, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to open my heart. I'm going to love this person. I'm going to tell them that I'm going to have a child. I'm going to put my body through this. I'm going to sacrifice my freedom so that I am free to live my purpose freedom, right? I'm going to sacrifice my singlehood so I can be with the person I love. I'm going to build a business. I'm going to launch a podcast. I'm going to show up and speak. That's her. Right. So sexual energy aligned and mastered allows you to not just channel it into something purposeful and pure, right? And yours, but it also reclaiming allows you to reclaim all of the parts of you, such as your sexual desires, right? Your capacity to connect intimately with other people, your capacity to heal your body. And this is where healing comes in because it creates. You could actually channel it through, and that's what it's also actually designed to do. Again, think of energy, right? It's everything. So sexual energy creates. So it moves through your body. It can also destroy what's not in service, right? And so it moves through your body, and you can direct it to parts of you that need healing. This is also part of tantric teaching. You can actually use it in ways to not just heal yourself, right, but allow yourself to embody and transmit that healing you know people come into the room you're like well there's something about them that just makes me feel really good right it's what is it well their heart is open right their capacity to channel love obviously they're very present but that sexual energy is very much alive in them it's the energy of creation and you can feel it oh my god this human being like they are awake and aware and present and they're creating this reality and they're coming from love of course i want to be around them right? They're, you're not thinking of this, but that's how your body feels. You're safe, you're held, you're supported, right? Yeah. So that in a nutshell is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was so beautiful. My mind is like wanting to go in a million different directions. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to pick one. You, yes. you touched on the fears of it a little bit. So mm. I want yeah. to go more into that a little bit. Okay. What are some common misconceptions or challenges that people face when it comes to embracing and reclaiming their sexual energy? Mm. Well, yeah, I'll speak to my own experience. And, you know, I see people right now that I work with experience this as well. So because it's power. And if I speak directly to women, let's just say that, okay, female, female bodies, um, the fears that come up right away is, you know, if I use it, I will misuse it, right? I will somehow manifest because it helps manifest, create something that will oppress me, hurt me. So here's a scenario. I'm going to allow this energy to move through. Obviously, it's going to be felt, right? So it's that transmission of the feminine, which is irresistible to the masculine, right? It's like, oh my God, she is this creative force right? She is this, uh, oh my God, container, right? That I want to fill. Yeah. That's what physiologically, that's what happens, right? Like, yeah, she's fertile. And so, oh my God, right? You go out in the world where most people and not, again, this is not to shame or blame any human being. This is our society, right? Most people and the masculine live in this container of either, again, patriarchal conditioning, right? Or you know, they might be more evolved, but they are still living in this space of win-lose, you know, I have to take to get something. And when I, you know, don't have someone else has, and when I have someone else doesn't have. So it's this constant, again, this is what I call the wounded masculine, which doesn't just mean men, right? All of us have this. And so the feminine expressed that sexual energy, that raw right? Like that magnetism of come, I'm going to create with you and look at me. I'm so beautiful and radiant and full of life will attract somebody who might want to take something from you and control you and put you in a cage, right? And oppress you and maybe make you do things on their behalf to, to, to help them get what they want, right? Like the, the, this, this, again, the archetypal sort of myth is everywhere. The zoo, is one of them right like but really us in our relationships us in our careers right us us in our bodies like if you think about oh other people are going to take this energy no the danger is also you embodied in this i'm so powerful yes and then centuries of oppression that has been created so that you don't have this power because it's a lot easier to control people who are not in touch with their creative life force obviously right so then you're there and you're like, okay, I have it, but I don't know what to do with it. And then you start oppressing yourself because I go, well, I can't do this, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, here's a simple example. You're a woman. I'm a woman. I'm going to go and I'm going to diet myself to death, right? Because I'm going to fit into this idea of what the world wants for me. So it's safe to be in the world, right? So that I fit into what they want for me. Now they are this thing out there but really it's in your psyche right you are creating a story that that's what you need to do so what happens when you do that physiologically you starve yourself or you put yourself through something very arduous and unhealthy for your body right and you become stressed out and then you become basically just trapped in a way right in this loop in the story that you should be ashamed of what you really are because that's not good enough and you should keep putting yourself in all these, and yet I'm I'm using this grotesque example, but it's, it's real, right? Or your face, your whatever it is, your lifestyle, right? You're not, you're not good enough. Basically, you should be ashamed of yourself. Your sexual energy expressed is dangerous. Don't touch it. This is what we want from you. Be a good little girl, right? Do this, do that. Now, there is a lot of quality to purity, right? And innocence. And absolutely a lot of us women actually want to be mothers and housewives it's a beautiful intention again we don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, which is what we did with feminism in a way right it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be a man no i don't want to be a man right and that needed to happen but now we're on the other side so either we are on this like i'm gonna constrict it i'm gonna push it down i'm not gonna reclaim it i'm afraid of it somebody's gonna rape me right somebody's gonna take it from me so speaking to these fears that's what's gonna come and we have experience of it either through our own lived experience or experience of other women, 
right? Stories that we hear and I literally are living into with others and inherited trauma, like wounds, ancestral trauma that we might not even know about, right? That we literally inhale with our moms, um, that, you know, that liquid that we float around in, in, in the womb, like literally, like we absorb her experience, her ancestry. So do men, right? So then we come out, we're like, I'm afraid to show, literally show my body. That was my experience. I'm, I'm, I don't want to show my body. Why? Why? Where did this come from? I could go into different directions. Ancestral, my lived experience, my mother's lived experience, stories I saw, the films I saw, all these things. And here's the truth. Everyone has this. The stories don't really matter. Like it helps to know that they exist, right? It helps to actually understand, okay, this is real. It's not, I'm not crazy. It's in my body. I'm afraid for a reason. And right now in this moment, that is keeping me trapped from actually owning and reclaiming the truth, which is right now I'm not in danger. But the point here is that it's not that you will never be in danger, right? You might be, which is why you need to reclaim it and start using it in a way that is actually empowering to you, right? And this is what I'm speaking about, like the pendulum swinging the other way, like feminism going the other way. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. It's like, yes, but then you're not actually mastering your truth, right? Your true self, your true essence, your true desires. You are saying, I'm just gonna go against everything. It's like, no, but I don't, I, I need to figure out who I am and what I actually want and how I want to express myself. If I want to be half naked all day long, that's wonderful. How can I do that in this society that will not cause me, right, harm, that will not cause like harm in a way that, you know, if I'm raped, it's not, not a good thing, right? It's not for me, not for other people. So how can I make sure that I live in this world? that I'm not of it, right? That I'm aware that, yes, I'm a spiritual being. I'm reclaiming my sexuality, my power. And the fears aren't just crazy stories I need to like move on. I need to understand that they are founded in something real. And my body needs the healing that it's actually requiring. These wounds are coming up. I'm afraid for a reason. Okay, I'm going to heal this. It's not present, but it's present in my body. And there is a gift. And this is what I'm pointing to. There is something to learn. It's not about going out there and be like, here I am, take me, right? It's like discernment comes in, learning to work with your intuition because you've actually been equipped with everything you need to protect yourself. You don't need to involve your scared monkey mind at all times, right? You, sometimes it's helpful. Okay, this is not safe. I'm not gonna go down that way, right? I'm not gonna hang out with this person. It just doesn't feel good. Still like instinctual, right? But it's, in the moment okay no but there are times where oh it's all good but something feels off and this is insidious jessica because you and i are in an online space right but you literally could experience this kind of somebody trying to take your power right trying to control you use you and it's happening in such a subtle way you don't even realize nobody's coming to your house and grabbing you right it's not that it's like oh jessica let me invite you to you know this podcast or this you know this panel and you're going to talk about this and then you realize wait wait a second I'm literally being abused here right and not because they're evil people this is not about that but it's the structure right I want something from you and I'm going to take it right and that feels like somebody's taking this energy out of you your creativity is being misused it's not your sovereign choice so what can you do in that moment where you actually are masterful in this energy, you could feel it move through you, it will show you. Not this way. No, you're not going to create from, again, purpose, from your heart's purpose. You're not going to create what you're here to do over there with this person, in this community, in this platform. But over here, although you're scared because maybe it's uncertain, you're not, that's where you need to go. Trust yourself. You're going to be safe. Right. So that's you working with this energy and knowing that this energy comes with your intuition. Both are basically properties of the feminine, right? She knows, she feels, she understands things in a subtle realm, she being the feminine energy. And your kundalini, your sexual energy, whatever that is, is part of her expression. So it's basically like a mother right? Like think of it. She's taking her child. It's like, okay, we're going to go this way. You're going to learn how to live a good life. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to show you how to do this. And I'm going to love you through it. And I'm going to feel what's best for you because 
you don't know right now, right? So she will rise through you. She will give you that power. And then she will actually offer you the insights so that you know how to use it, which includes, this brings me to the most important thing, taking ownership and responsibility for it and the centuries of it being dissociated from us, right? As being ashamed of our sexuality, women not being able to express it, all of that, right? We can, again, this is, this is, this here is like a PhD course, which is what I do with my clients, right? Little bit of time. But here in this moment, I can say that reclaiming it means you learn to practice with it. You actually commit to a devotional practice to your own sexual essence as the creatrix, right? You are, and that allows you to then start working more deeply with your intuition so that you know when it's your intuition, which is that capacity to really feel the energy of the world and respond to it versus your ego mind, which is trying to, you know, again, survive, keep you safe and actually play into the structure of give and take, win and lose, right? It's like, oh, you're not safe here where actually, in fact, you are, right? But you are about to expose your heart to someone you love. Of course, it feels unsafe to the ego. So, no, you're into, no, 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 don't go there. Stay in the little cage. It's so much safer. So the discernment is it can get really get to you because you're like, no, but my intuition is saying this. You sh I should do this. It's like, no, it's trying to keep you safe, stuck in a cage and disempowered and disconnected from your sexuality because somebody else is actually winning from this, right? They're winning because you're not in your power because you're going to say and do something that's going to disturb their quote unquote peace, right? And that is not allowed in this world. Well, guess what? I'm not fighting this world. I'm just saying I'm creating a new one, right? And so that's it. That's all, but but creating the container for it for yourself and having a community, right? Having people around you feeling safe in it so that you can master it first and embody, really embody it because people can feel it when it's shaking, right? And then and that's not trustworthy. It's like, oh my God, this person is gonna, no, no. Like I know how to use this power. It's It's absolutely sacred, but also it is powerful and I have been devoted to it, right? I'm not trying to use it to control the world, no. I'm letting it move through me so that I can gift the world with whatever it is I'm here to do and whatever I am to be, right? That's it. So that I'm a gift. So that's, that's, does that answer your question? Absolutely. And this is so much fun as I'm thinking of like, yeah, just come up as you're answering and then you answer the questions. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was going to ask you, how does someone claim it back how does someone get it back how does it how does it become reclaimed but you are explaining that and I'm asking that mostly because I know a lot of women mm. and, and you talk about prostitution mm -hmm. that happens in many different ways and forms mm. and I know a lot of women do whether they label it as that or it's yeah through the form of a relationship and it's a different mm -hmm. type of exchange that isn't yeah. as cut and dry but it's yeah. there mm -hmm. um so those women who are in that position where they're either knowingly or unknowingly giving away that power and then mm -hmm. it's gradually you know taking little parts of your soul really yeah so how mm -hmm. like now they're at this place where they're not themselves anymore. Mm. And I know you probably have heard of this too, where it's like mm. you get to a point where your soul will leave your body because it doesn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how how do you reverse that? How does someone mm. listening, like how do they undo what, what's been mm. done? So that is a very, yes, that's a very powerful mm, doorway to go through right now. Thank you for the question because yes, it's it's definitely first thing I'll say to anyone listening, if you resonate with, again, this any kind of shame or fear around your sexuality, if you feel out of alignment with what you're doing, how you're living, right, in your body, in your partnership, in your work, doesn't matter where, right, how you do one thing is how you do everything, right, some people tell me, oh, like, this is great, but that, ugh. it's like, well, that you, like, no, like, if one thing is off, everything is off, right, if your relationship with your body is off, your relationship with your beloved is off, it's not that it's bad, right? But there is something missing for sure because you're not in touch with your fullness. It's just a priori, right? You're not showing up in your fullness. Therefore, what you're creating is from that, like you said, that place where your soul, it's almost like your soul put a part of it somewhere else 
and you're not in touch with it. So, you know, there's this void, but not in a good sense of the void, right? That we talk about the void of the universe. Like, no, this is like an actual piece of you that's missing. And so again, but the gift here, everything, every shadow has a gift. So this is what I want to say to anyone listening. If you resonate with that feeling of something is missing, your intuition will always tell you. It doesn't matter if you're not meditating, like you will know, like something is off. And if you're listening to us, you know, right? Something is off. So this will all tell you, all of us feel this, every human being on earth, right? There's no one person, well, maybe there are a few people in the world who come here as I feel chosen, right? Like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm just here to like radiate this light and wonderful. But if I'm speaking to you right now, most likely you and I are here to actually reclaim, right? These parts of us, because that's the actual game in a way and not game in a dirty sense of that word it's a beautiful game but that's what i meant by creating a different world like i'm playing a different game right where i assume that i come here having chosen to play a game of in this lifetime reclaiming pieces of my soul that have been left for myself for my ancestry right for all of the lives that i've lived not just my genetic ancestor, right? my soul ancestor. I don't know where my soul has been, right? But I'm here to reclaim every part of that essence that has been either lost, hurt, traumatized, like what you were speaking to about, Jessica. That's, you know, again, the definition of trauma, as I understand it, is, you know, you leave your body. You can't, you're not safe here. So you numb down, right? And you're like, I can't feel anything. Yes, yeah, because it wasn't safe. So what I want to say, it's not your fault. Right. Whatever you are experiencing, I'm not in alignment. I'm not let it, not your fault. Not your fault. And if you're listening, it is your sacred responsibility to use that. When I spoke about this room that you're putting the light on and opening the blinds to, that's your room. So that part of you that's suffering, the part of you that's missing, the fact that you need to do this work, right, to reclaim it. Now I'll, I'll share how you can start. That's actually part of you living your purpose. That's part of you reclaiming your art because in the process of doing that, you will embody, you will literally become the one you're meant to be. It, that's what it takes. It actually takes that. And I want to say sacrifice, but it is, it's sacrifice. I will die for love, right? I will die to reclaim myself back. What does that mean? I will die to the idea I have of myself as I'm unwhole, unworthy, incomplete, traumatized, wounded, I have been dealt all of this stuff, or, you know, it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but yeah, an element of that story. I'm going to see that as the biggest lie ever told in my mind by my own self so that I can choose. And this is where power comes in. I can choose to say, yes, and I know a deeper truth. The part of me that wants to reclaim whatever has been lost, the part of me that wants to experience who I am, the power of me, the part of me that's asking the questions you're asking, right? The part of me that's excited about this work, this inner work, that part knows that I already am whole, right? That I have it. I have everything I need. I just don't know how to experience it in this lifetime yet. That's it. So if I choose to know that as like, this is my baseline, that's the, the, let's just say that's the foundation of our movie. Okay. I came here. I chose to be here. This is part of my art. I just need to become the artist that gets to use these brushes. At first, you don't know, like, what are we going to do with this? Exactly. Let's learn how to do this, right? Let's do this. And when you become the master of it, it's not over, Right? You keep painting, you keep creating, you, you expand, right? So you reclaiming parts of you that have been lost doesn't mean that you will never experience the void, right? Or the shadow or the wound. No, no, there will be more. Why? Everyone, everyone is given daily opportunities to go even deeper into the power that's being offered to them, which will only expand if you go to the level you're at now, right? I'm here now. This is what's on offer. I don't need to go over there. I'm here, but let me expand here. And then I will be worthy of going to the next level of my power, right? Of my capacity to manifest what's in my highest good, of my ability to feel my wholeness. It's like, oh, I have an orgasm. I don't even know what I'm talking about yet, right? Like, let's get to the next level, but I'm not trying to. I know it will happen, but I'm here, right? And so, 
how you can start is first, what I said is really important. Allow yourself to not, it's not even forgiveness. It's just knowing nothing, nothing that's happened to you actually happened to you. Really. It happened because you chose whatever needed to happen so that you could learn to literally embody certain skills so certain I, I want to say capacity almost that you will discover now that you do this work that you wouldn't have without it you wouldn't have known how to listen to your body in a way that you know now had that not happened right all of the, and that's actually a superpower right and you don't know how it's going to serve you of course that could have been traumatizing and wounding that's the whole point yes you're in a battlefield in a way but now you have been asked to step up heal go back but go back so prepared and so inspired and so incredibly grateful right for all of the wounds that you have experienced so that you not just say thank you i'm so grateful i get to heal and reclaim my power but you say thank you i get to give more of myself now that's what we want right so how you start is you first allow yourself to know this is how it's meant to be because that's how it was and this is how it is and I'm being shown, it's not supposed to stay this way. I have a choice. My responsibility is to now do the work. So that's step number two. Choose. I need to do the work, right? I don't need to heal forever because it's not about healing forever. I need to know that my healing is my capacity to experience my wholeness. It's all it is. It's all it is. I am whole. That's what healing actually is. And that is a daily practice, right? So it's not that you're always going to be healing, but yes, in a way, you're always going to be healing because every single day there is more of you that you need to embody and more wholeness for you to experience. So it's not bad, it's good, right? So, and not being stuck in the shadows of I need to suffer through it, right? I need to be stuck in my wounds and nothing can change. You are not your wounds. You're not your story. You're not your shadows. They are there as portals to your experience of wholeness, portals to your healing. That's what they're, that's it. They're very uniquely designed for you. That's what I believe. Again, if anything I say it doesn't resonate, throw it out. That's, again, that's my experience. That's my, that's my cosmology. You can say that's how I believe the universe is made. So when I speak of God, right, I'm speaking of the power with you and myself to know that this is true. That's what it is. It's this ambiguous androgynous presence. Like you are whole now. All of these wounds are something that was created for you by you subconsciously in other realms so that you could gift this world with your essence, your pure essence, which will take a journey, which will take sacrifice, which will take fighting for, because otherwise, what kind of story is it, right? So you're living a love story here, right? This is what it's about. It's a love story. And it's a love story, you, you with you, you with you. Are you going to be aware of this every single step of the way? No. But can you do the work to reclaim the part of you that knows that? I'm here for me. I'm here to fall madly in love with myself. I'm here to reclaim me so that this world could love me for who I really am. And I could love this world as who I really am. And that's how we create a different world. That's it, right? You are the expression of it. It will be absolutely a reflection of you, right? So there you are. You're a love story with yourself. What does it look like? So you're in the space. I don't know. I'm losing parts of me. Parts of me have need to be reclaimed. So one thing I'll say, so many modalities. The most effective work that I have found really is in the tantric lineage of going through the body, right? So starting with, okay, I'm feeling a void. Something is missing, right? A part of me left my body at some point like you said, soul. So we could call it soul retrieval, right? Shamanic practice. I did something, someone else did something. Part of me is missing. I'm out of integrity, right? I'm out of alignment. I'm out of touch with my soul, my womb for women. Like if I don't feel my womb, I don't feel my sexual energy. That's right. I feel ashamed of myself, right? I feel that I'm not worthy. We can go deeper and deeper and deeper, but you start with the most fresh thought, experience, belief that's keeping you stuck. I'm not worthy for most women that I know that's the one, or I'm not good enough to actually receive what I want, which is the same thing, right? Or if I do ask for what I want, if I do show up, right? If I do fully embody my power, I will be punished. I will be hurt. I will be shamed and I will be rejected. I won't belong. 
That's our, again, greatest fear starts in childhood. Most of us have reasons for it, right? Some of us don't, but we do. Ancestrally, again, the witch hunts, the witch wound, all of that. That's what it, I'm going to be hurt for my capacity to love, literally, for my power. I'm going to be punished. Not going there. And you're not thinking this. Your body's just like, nope. So how we work with it is we identify that first, right? What is the actual belief? What is the thought? It's coming from a feeling, right? It's coming from a feeling. Then you create a story around it and it becomes a belief. So I feel unsafe. Oh, it's probably because if I do this thing, I'll be hurt. So I must not be worthy of doing this thing because I'm not supposed to. Okay. So the belief now is if I want to express my sexuality, something about it me about me is wrong and dirty. I'm going to settle for a relationship when I'm not asked to express my sexuality. I'm just going to do what they want me to do. Prostitute myself energetically. Again, no shame, blame, or anything. We all do this. And there's nothing wrong with sex work. Again, it's beautiful when it's a sovereign choice of you expressing your essence, right? Not when you're numbing down your desires and playing a part that's not yours so that somebody could pay your way through life in a way, right? Like, oh, I'll be protected in a cage where I feel like I'm nothing. Nobody's at fault. You are letting it happen, right? I'm not talking about actual, like, let's just say sex trafficking, right? Or any kind of a situation where people don't have choices. Sometimes we don't. And I'm talking to the parts of us and the people that are listening that do. I'm in this company working and I feel like I'm selling my soul. There you go, right? Why are you doing it? I'm not going to be safe if I don't. Are you safe now? Feeling like you're betraying your soul every single day and letting someone else in a way abuse you? Do they want to abuse you? No, their heart doesn't, right? But you're condoning this. Oh, this is how it works in the world. So you're playing into the structure then. Right. So it's just this crazy, crazy thing where, wait a second, I'm the abuser. I'm the oppressor. I'm the one keeping myself small and ashamed. So back to what's the belief? I'm not worthy. I can feel it in my body. First step. No story. Where in your body do you feel it? Where? Like I say shame. I could feel it right away down my stomach, right close to my ovaries. I just know that there, there it is. I'm sure it can go other places and it has, but right now, as I said, it's right there. And I'll ask you, Jessica, I'll say, do, what is your most powerful, and you know this, not real, right? But it's in your body, belief about something that was keeping you small in some way. Oh. I mean, probably the most underlying is, it's going to be the most common is not being good enough. There you go. So when I say, Jessica, you're not good enough. You're just not good enough for what you want. Where do you feel it? Yeah, I, I feel that. Um, I feel it like in my gut, like in my vagal um, mm -hmm. chakra, I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that's, again, that's kind of a little bit higher than your, like your, your root, right? So your root chakra and then your sacral, which is your womb. You're speaking about your womb again. I just said when we both are feeling it there. So the not good enough, the I'm not worthy, the yeah. I'm ashamed, that's where it lives. And that's the birth of everything. That's the womb. So I do a lot of womb work with my clients, you know, and it's again, not specific to women. Men have an energetic womb as well. And it's very related to our first experiences as children, right? Because our root is where we first create safety, self sense of I'm in this world, right? I'm born. And then we go up to the sacral and that's where your creativity, your sexual expression, and your capacity to actually express it and magnetize something as a result of what you're expressing, right? So if you're expressing, I'm not good enough, your womb is literally transmitting that energetic frequency. I'm not good enough. You will, I mean, again, you don't have to agree with me, but in, in my world, that's what happens. We will create situations and even inspire other people to act in certain ways so that we can feel even more of that. I'm not good enough so that we can do something about it at mm. a certain point when we're done. We're like, wait a second. It's not them. It's not even me. Right. But there is this play that's happening energetically that I absolutely am allowing that I'm the I'm the creator of it and I have been unconscious not my fault again not my fault but I'm aware now I'm conscious now my responsibility okay so you can feel it immediately okay it's my gut my womb my sacral 
that's also again very powerful center this is your one of your three main intuitive centers right so your womb the feminine intuitive center is your heart and then your third eye mm -hmm. and so just feeling that okay that's the immediate sacral i need to survive i'll believe i'm not good enough so that i don't get hurt that's it that's it's that simple it's like is it your fault no your ego is trying to keep you safe great thank you i appreciate that not helpful at all <laughs> right and so but but no shame no judgment help me understand so the next step is help me understand help me compassionately right with a lot of curiosity curiosity is key look into this experience oh i can feel my my ovaries clench my guts kind of constricted my body is a little uh and I'm, I'm, I'm basically i just uncomfortable but not in a good way right just like i just i don't feel oh good okay help me understand so the next step is really sitting with this experience in your body and i would say for anyone listening i've never even said this which is usually the case but this is what's coming through so the practice for you let's say jessica would be sitting with that gut right and identifying it as almost i would say a manifestation of that sacred feminine in you right a part of her that has been shut down and she's sitting there and she's screaming at you she's like i don't feel safe i don't feel good and so your feeling of i'm not good enough right is the symptom of she's not expressing herself she's not saying something she's not receiving something she needs so that she does mm -hmm you are the only one who can hear her and understand her and actually really understand what she's asking for right i might be asking for i want ice cream but really what i'm asking for i need somebody to hold me and let me cry right so this is you actually developing the capacity that the sacred feminine this is the sexual energy right here that's how you learn to master what do you need i want ice cream yes oh sure i will give it to you what do you need so since I felt yeah. something when you yeah. said that, yeah. does that mean I still have some of that story in me? Or or does that mean that um, when you hear something like that and you feel it in your body, that it's something that's not aligned or not true? So help me understand the question. So you, yes. Yeah, so the first part of it is if you feel it in your body, it's in your body. So that means that story is still there and I yeah. need to, there's yeah. still something to let yeah. go of. Yeah. 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 Oh man. It's, yeah. it's like, yeah. I feel like I've done so much work, but <laughs> like you said, oh, it's, but never that's done. it's never over. It's never done. It's not like I'm done with yoga. Right. Like I, right. I can do downward dog now. I don't need to go to class anymore. Like <laughs> that's pretty much what we think. Like the spiritual right. awakening, I'm done. It's like, no, no, you, you, yeah, exactly. This it's forever welcome <laughs> right and it's not because you've done it wrong right so again you have done a lot of work which is why you can immediately tell me what's happening you're not ashamed to tell me you're like well i'm not sure how i feel or where i feel it or what it means i don't really care no your work has allowed you and this is the most important part for people to grasp when you're able to be aware and hear your body and then discern the feeling with like oh my gut right i felt something in my gut that's the testament to the work you've done it's not that you're not feeling it that's the testament because if you felt nothing like nothing affects me i'm good i have no shame no fear that's fine i don't want you to feel shame obviously but if there's like there's nothing it's like well okay cool i believe you i'm not going to doubt you and also that's not the human experience right there will always be something that is on again it's a gift that's on offer for you so that you can deepen your capacity to feel love and create and that does require a certain constriction the universe expands and constricts expands and so you are now like oh is it mean i didn't do enough work you've done more than enough work and you're being asked to do more because you've graduated to the next level yeah. but now hey, now you know how to do it so you know where to go and if you don't you know how to look for the next stage like what do i need now maybe i need a different practice a different teacher a different modality so it's not about more it's maybe i'm asked to create something from a different place now for myself my healing needs to look different and it's a gift because it will help you then realize what you're going to offer this world in a different way right so this was the first part of your question so i'd say yes it's real great it's a gift what can you create out of it right the victim says it's happening to me i don't like it and the and the warrior says oh it's happening 
what am I going to create out of this? It's happening, right? What, what, what am I going to create in service to love for myself? That's it. I can love myself more in this moment, yeah. right? And I don't know how. Okay, cool. Let me find out because only I can, right? And so then there you go. So the second part would be you asked, is this, does this mean that I am feeling something is not true? What was that question exactly? Right. Well, if the first part yeah. is answered the way yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah. then I'm pretty yeah. sure the second part is probably a no, but I'll ask it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So if, if I had the same feeling when you said the same statement to me, mm-hmm. does that mean it's untrue what I'm hearing? So if, if you said you're not good enough and yeah. I like a gut punch, yeah, does that mean that that's not resonating like that's not truth well so if i say something that's no if you feel your body react mm-hmm. right it's of course what i said isn't true like if we just know that right like you right. are yes yeah, so again what i said wasn't isn't true right the part of you that reacted believes it's true okay so it's like a trigger yeah exactly so it's the part of you that's saying oh my god this is true oh i don't like it right because the only reason you're reacting is because you feel an attachment to it right it's triggering you there is a hook there's an energetic hook i punched something that felt really wrong right so yes there's work to be done which is a gift and it's like a doctor like does it hurt over here yes so does this mean that you your your whole being is this wound that the doctor touched no right? But it touched a wound. It, it being the doctor's presence, right? The doctor's touch it, that attention that I placed on that part of you touched something that reacted and it reacted because it believes it's true. Is it true? No. The part of you that believes it's true. And this is the gift, the greatest thing I could I say to myself or anyone else. So the part of you that's like, ah, right? Like, I don't, ah, even the part, again, I like to work with parts because it's really helpful to see parts of you, right? Just being like, oh, this part thinks this. And there is your whole self and retrieving soul parts, right? Like, and it's holding all of this. And yes, there are parts of you, you're reflecting the world, right? That are dark, that are shadowy, that are weird, that are of integrity, that don't know what to do with themselves. And every single one, just like the people in the world and those we judge, right? And those we don't like, every single part of you thinks is doing its best for you. I'm going to tell you you're not good enough and I'm going to react to this because this is for you. Because if you believe you're good enough, you're going to do something, you're going to get punished, you're going to get ashamed, you're going to be upset, you're going to be hurt, you're going to even more feel less of your worth, right? More feel less. Feel feel less of your worth even more powerfully. Not going to I'm not going to let that happen to you. Remember what happened when you were 4? When you were 15? Were you 20? No. So, what I want to say is the part of you that's thinking all of that, that's reacting that's even doubting me, that part, it wants the best for you. It's trying to do what it thinks is right. And it's absolutely believing it, right? It's helpful. And you've been listening to it. So it's like, we're doing so well. Like I'm, I'm, I've been helping you your whole life. Like how, we... and it's terrified, right? It's terrified of being fired in a way, right? And being like, no, I'm not listening to you anymore because it means it's going to die, right? It's like, oh, you don't want me anymore. I've kept you safe. And now you're telling me I'm not, I don't, I don't get to run the show. Like, no, like a little child, right? Like, no. And I'm having a meltdown. Listen to me. And you're like, no, you remothering yourself. You reparenting yourself again, listening to your womb. What does it mean? That's the work. Yeah. Here is the most important statement. I'll say that part of you isn't you and it isn't real. So it can feel feelings, right? And it can think thoughts and it will actually move you to act in certain ways. It's almost like you'll be possessed, right, by it. It's not you and it's not real. But it's real in your body because you're feeding it with your attention, right? Mm. With your, hmm, that, with your identification to it, right? Oh, this is me. No, no, no. I'm afraid I'm not doing that. I'm not, no, I'm going to be, no, no, no. Right. Like I'm reacting as in like, nope, you're right. Not safe. Not going to do, oh, I'm not good enough. Fuck you. Right. Like instead of saying, yes, I, 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 I agree that you believe that. However, I know that's bullshit. 
And it's not about me proving anything to you. I'm just going to do my thing because I'm amazing. It's not about arrogance. I just know. And that part immediately subsides. Oh, it's safe to feel that you're amazing. It's safe to feel that you're powerful. It's safe to feel that you can just assume your worth, not push it on anyone, just embody it so incredibly, just beautifully, right? Like you're embodying your worth as if it was your art. No, no, this is, this is me. I've been given all of this and I honor it and I'm in a reverence to it. And it's absolutely, absolutely a gift to this world, right? I am a gift. And I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just being me. So whoever, whatever makes me feel unworthy, I'm not good enough. I can hear that part of me speak. She isn't true. Her feelings are. So from this place of my worth, my power, thank you for this, because I'm seeing that she needs some love. I'm going to give it to her. I'm not going to ask you to tell me that I'm worthy, right? I'm not going to ask you to give me permission right? So that I'm, I'm then thinking, oh, now, now I can feel that I'm good enough. Like, no, no, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to sit with her and I'm going to show her. I'm going to show her that she's safe, that I feel that I'm good enough and that I'm worthy and she can stay here and I'll hold her, but I'm the one running the show. And my show is I'm worthy of everything I want. And it's good for this world, for me to want it, for me to create it, for me to receive it. And for me to offer other people per, like literal permission, offer them permission to do the same with me because it's safe. I win, you win. I'm worthy, you're worthy. I'm beautiful and hot and prosperous and you are, right? How can we experience that even more together? That's what the true you actually feels. I was like, yes. And then that part of you just becomes a part of you that you have reclaimed because reclaiming means not just knowing it's there. Reclaiming actually means integrating it, right? So giving it love, allowing it to be, we can call it a little shadow part of you, like, you know, little Jessica. She's coming into you and she knows she's safe to be herself. She can express her feelings and her thoughts. She's not going to be rejected. You're not going to judge her. But, and by then become even more attached to her, right? Like, no, you are going to welcome her and you're going to learn to integrate her so that her charge, right? And the hooks that she's had on your life subside and disseminate. And she's just part, she's just part of your experience. And obviously of the story, the love story of how you have reclaimed that part of you so that you could love who you really are even more with her help. This is not true. What is? This is true. Thank you. Thank you for showing me this. And I love you too. I don't have to like you, but I love you. Right. And that's all that part of you wants. Like, oh, I'm loved, even though I'm trying to sabotage everything. And you're like, okay. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. There's no fighting. You're welcome. But again, I'm leading from truth. And the truth is I do deserve everything I want. I am worthy of everything I want. I am good enough. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have these thoughts and I wouldn't want to do what it is I want to do. That's then creating this idea in her. You're not good enough. Who are you, right, to do this? I respond, who am I not to? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. It's like, oh, touche. It's like, yeah. Yeah, and you wouldn't have that conversation with yourself without that. Right. So every doubt either allows you to go back deeper down into the shadow of being associated with the, the doubt. Right? Like, oh, I should be doubting. Or if you're like you're now choosing to look into it, it's offering you a doorway to more healing, which means experiencing more of your wholeness that you wouldn't otherwise. So, again, it's happening for a reason and it's happening right now for a reason. Like, I thought I was done with this. And why is this blowing up? Because this is the point where you get to transcend something major that you were not ready to before. And that's another thing I want to say. If anything is coming up and you're like, but I've worked with this and I worked with that. Why is this? The body will bring what it needs to bring. The body knows. I might be guiding you through a womb healing experience and you'd be like, oh my God, my heart is just like bleeding. I could feel it. The body knows. So it will show you what you need. It will give you the healing that you need. It will show you the way and it will do the work it needs to do at the pace it needs to do, which is not your mind's timeline, but it doesn't mean the work is not being done, 
right? So that full, again, experience of surrender and trust to your own intuition, to yourself, to whoever you're working with, to the container you're in, knowing that whatever you need, you will get, but you need to get very clear on what it is, right? And how committed you are, because otherwise you get a, that part of you is going to be like, no, we're done here. Oh, you heard me. Okay. Well, I'm done. I'm done. No, you're good. You're good. Just get out. Cause it doesn't want to lose control. It's like, no, no, but I need to sit with the, no, 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 no. It's fine. You're over it. We're done. <laughs> you know, like, no, no, we're not. It's like a bleeding child. It's like, I'm done. I'm good. I can go. No, you, no, we're not done. I'm going to take you home. I'm going to clean you up. I'm going to put you to bed. That's actually what you need. I don't like you. That's fine. <laughs> I love you. I, you don't have to like me, but I, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> I want to I want to really drill home one of the points that you made for those listening and that's you you were talking about rewriting stories yeah so important you can always mm. always do that yeah I found that to be super beneficial in my mm. own journey and then mm. also you talked about things happening for you not to mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. and um I just think that those are so key to remember no matter where you are or what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I know we're closing in on our time together. Yeah. So I want to give you the opportunity to, gosh, I have literally <laughs> like two pages of questions I didn't even get to ask you. <laughs> I feel like we could go for hours. Um, was there anything that you would like to share as we start to wrap up? Mm, thank you, Jessica. And um. Well, I feel that the most important thing to share is that, you know, have radical compassion for your journey and for yourself and where you are and know that you are exactly, really exactly where you need to get to the level, right, of personal experience, expression of you, your purpose, right, your power, again, your sexual might, your capacity to feel pleasure as I'm talking to women, men too, right? But just embodying that essence, right? And we're, I'm, I'm using the term feminine here because it is a very big topic, right? Reclaiming the feminine. I speak a lot to that. And I'm realizing what I really want to say is what's been present for myself and my clients is understanding that we can only do that by then healing, reclaiming, empowering the masculine in us, right? And that's alluding to what we spoke about that's that when it's distorted that's the oppressor right that's the part of it's like i don't want to listen to this pain in my body right oh we're done like that shadow in a way is kind of the masculine distorted it's like no no my way or the highway and you're going to be doing this and you're not good enough for that and da -da. and so reclaiming the sacred first the healthy which you know come together the sacred masculine is that you <laughs> capacity to be with the part of you in your gut that is in pain and say, I'm going to create a container for you, little Jessica. I'm going to create a container. We're going to sit for 15 minutes. We're going to offer you what you need. The feminine is that part of you that then, again, sexual energy will come through to create what that needs to be. It's a meditation, right? It's a self-massage, right? It's a bath with a very clear understanding that you're ritually releasing something, right? It's, again, you're expressing your love in an embodied way. But the masculine is what will actually help you do that, right? And do that consistently and feel safe in offering yourself what you need, right? That's the masculine. That's why we don't reclaim our sexuality. That's why we sabotage ourselves. We don't do shadow work. We don't have to use the term masculine, right? But it's that capacity in us to actually create the safety we've been yearning for our whole lives, feel safe in that, hold ourselves in that, and then learn to love ourselves in that container, right? In that structure, like the banks to a river, so that we can flow and so that we can then feel intuitively what's in my highest good? Where am I called? How am I called to reclaim myself? How am I called to heal, right? How am I called to express my sexual energy right now? The part that holds it, directs it, actually grounds it in reality that's your consciousness right so we can say masculine consciousness awareness like this so what i want to leave people with is really understanding that it's all of it right all of all of your experience is within you but knowing that you need to create the actual space for it 
you need to create the container, the direction for how you want to express your truth and what you need, right? Whatever healing you need, which doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're strong. You're finally strong enough to heal, which again, like we said, is a daily process of just becoming more of you, <laughs> right? There's another layer, like a snake shedding its skin. Is it healing all the time? No, it's living its life as a snake, which means shedding its skin. But yes, it's also healing all the time. <laughs> that's what that's what it that's what it takes. Taking off the layers of untruth every day. There will be more. We live in a world that will project on us. It's part of the game. It's part of the story, right? It's part of the facing dragons. And yes, but we're not about trying to fight them. We are about mastering them, right? Befriending them making everything an ally. So what I want to share with people as we wrap up and we're done, I know, but I'm just so inspired to share this. Learn to see yourself as a vessel for the world's healing. So everything you do for yourself, every healing you offer yourself, every moment of, oh, how is my gut feeling? Oh, the shame that's coming up. Oh, I need to do more work. I don't know how to express myself. I want to love myself more. I'm not sure. Everything you do in response to that, from the part of you that wants to heal, wants to love, wants to be free, is for this world. So whatever you're seeing out there that's like breaking your heart and you don't know what to do with it, whatever you're seeing in your family, whatever you're seeing in your partnership, again, if you're in a situation where you just feel it's unhealthy and it's blocking your energy and it's keeping you small and you're, you know, selling your worth, whatever that is, everything that's happening for you is for you to create the healing. Yes, for you, but the healing that this world needs you to offer it you will start transmitting that medicine as soon as you start receiving it from yourself. And that is what we need. We need that from you. What you do from there will allow for that to flow even more, right? Whatever work you do, business, relationship, it will just be like, here is literally an example of a human being who is a walking, talking healing. And they're not trying to save people. They're not preaching, right? They are just being themselves and everyone around them suddenly feels more love, more peace, and more integrity. And somehow, somewhere, this one person that would have done something outrageously mean and evil and perhaps really out of integrity with what they actually want, they won't do it. Because you have transmitted something to them that gave them hope, right? That they can do something different. They don't need to think about it. It happens in a moment. It's an insight. It's intuitive. It's embodied. It's not part of our understanding, but it's a knowing in your body. And you know when it happens to you. I'm sure you've been in those situations. Yes, it's like something just shifted. What is it? I don't know. Right. It's like, oh, I just sobered up. And <laughs> like, oh, oh, I don't know. But maybe something over there happened that you don't know about. Someone over there opened their heart, right? And did some healing for themselves. And you felt that energy and you just connected to it and you trusted your own power and instead of resorting to your ego or your fear you chose to follow your heart how does that work we don't know but we know that everything is energy everything is always changing and the only thing we can rely on is that it will keep changing so what are we doing and how are we contributing to that change and that flow of energy and what we're creating with it that's it Mm -hmm. yeah yes uh sasha i could listen to you talk <laughs> for days i've really enjoyed this where can people find Thank more you. uh my website sashalipskaya.com i also have a podcast being brave with sasha lipskaya and youtube i'm really active on it i'd love to see you guys there and you can always request videos talking a lot about the sacred masculine sacred feminine these days so yeah and i don't know when this is airing uh jessica uh i'm not positive either okay 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 well never mind it doesn't matter it'll be but... it'll probably be a few weeks okay cool then, then it doesn't matter but either way my website's probably the way to go and it's my name sashalipskaya.com so thank you yeah perfect and now <laughs> in the description i have one final question for you yes. and yeah. is what is your number one health tip whether it's Ooh. mindset diet and nutrition physical mm. emotional just the one piece of advice you'd like everyone to know mm. Mm. one thing that has transformed my life and that I teach and lead with 
is that you learning to be in and with your heart every single day, whatever that looks like, five to 10 minutes. Like we spoke about you sitting with your gut, like sit, this, this is the same thing, right? Sitting with your heart and really feeling, just feeling it. You don't have to think about it. Just feel the actual organ of your heart and let it show you, just show you the truth of who you are. The question is, what do I need to know? What do I need to know? What do I need to know from you so that I could honor you? And you can make it your own, right? But that is really the intention. So sitting down, having this energetic intention, I need to hear the truth of my heart, very specifically, visualizing it, feeling it with your hands, right? smelling it, whatever you need to do to really connect with it, make it your own and spend five to 10 minutes in silence, really feeling it expand, constrict, right? Expand, constrict, and just allow for it to speak to you. If you do this every day, it will offer you and you can you know, keep going with different questions. Like, what do I need to eat today, right? How do I do this? How do you develop a relationship with it where you start listening and trusting and it becomes more of a, almost like an intuitive way of life in every moment where that's the first place you go. So every question you have, whether it's diet, nutrition, mindset, how do I improve this or that business, right? Which is mindset and all of the things, how you do one thing is how you do everything. When you start there, you can't go wrong. And you'll know where to go to look for answers or, you know, get support also, right? Like what I know to do. Well, okay, well, what's the question then? I don't know where to go. Ask your heart. That's it. From there, ask the next question. But what's true now? And ask the question of what you need right now. You wouldn't be asking the question if the answer didn't exist, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much for your time and your wisdom, Sasha. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. That concludes this episode. If this resonated with you, please give it a rating and review. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Links are in the show notes. I sincerely thank you for your time and your presence.